Welcome to the Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and we're here on another beautifully rainy night in Southern California. Uh, Tucker is in beautiful, sunny North Carolina. Well, it's nighttime now, but uh, he showed me a picture of, of of where he's at, and it was like no clouds in the sky. Raleigh's beautiful, bro. I keep Raleigh, telling you. Yeah. And it was flooding where I was <laughs> today, so... Yeah. What a, what a difference in in, in, the, in the weather today. But we are here. The internet's working, so that that's all that we need for, to get you guys this uh, this beautiful beautiful podcast of ours. We got Jeez, like three listening years. We got like three weeks, and it's going to start raining here pretty crazy. Like we get the April showers pretty bad. That's how it was be, last year. And then it'll be just be sunny over here. It'll just turn around. Yeah, and then, well, then yeah. we're going to get the humidity. Once the humidity kicks in, like that, it's. Uh, then you get the then you get the boob sweat. Where it's like air, nah. That's where you gotta. You can live in the south with the heat and the humidity and all that, but like, get your money up so you can just put the electric bill on a credit card and be like, "Fuck it." I know it's bad for the climate, but I'm an American, so. Oh no! Run that AC all day, baby. <laughs> you turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Not I. But how's, how's it going, doing, sir? What's going on, man? Uh, sir, I asked you first. I got uh, in first this time. <laughs> Uh, things are going, man. Things are going all right. You know, it's another day, another dollar, as they say. Everything's all right. How's work? Uh, I haven't, I haven't mean to ask you how work is. Work like, is even good, if you man. You don't want to get into your job, but like, uh, you know, how's it going? Well, this week, um, it's the end of the school quarter, so um, kids are just turning in the last of their work. So it's it's just having the kids come in, turn a packet in, and that's basically. It. So they got to wait till next week to get new. Some new because uh, we're independent study school, so we basically just come in and get like a packet of work and then go home, finish that, bring it back, and whatever. You ever realize that you kind of look like a high school ceramics teacher? Like you'd be a high school ceramics teacher, ceramics teacher specifically. Like if you mm-hmm. taught like how to make pottery, that seems like it'd be right up your lane. Okay, okay. I don't know. If you taught a let's, class let's in school, what would you teach? Let's do a poll. What 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 subject would I teach? What what oh. subject do you think I would teach? I'm down with that. I was, I, geography, I obviously. Login. I don't even have our login for Twitter anymore. I can't ask that. Geography I'll post it on Instagram. Geography. <clears throat> yeah. Let's see, Let's see if I can figure this out. Uh, right, but no, anyway. everything's everything's good. Uh, we were going to try to get Ben back again this week. Uh, so if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, you missed the nice surprise of Ben showing up at the very tail end of that podcast. Yeah. Uh, but apparently his, it's a shame he's been, uh, he's apparently about to be indicted by the New York district attorney. Yeah. They some, were setting uh, up uh, guardrails and all this stuff. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> um, specifically for him. It was, I don't know. It was odd. Um, and he started saying like, we're going to protest. We're going to uh, take over, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's time to take your country back. Yeah. that's. It. He's just saying some weird stuff. It's, it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, no, I guess his uh, his neighbor was cutting like the hedges in the in his like I guess his back backyard neighbor like he has a house behind him. They're mm-hmm. cutting like the hedges and like apparently cut his wires, so he has like no internet, like no TV, nothing right now. So, that's well, like he lost he lost power. Or he just lost internet. I think he just lost internet because he's. I think he probably. I think he's cut the cables uh, of the, the like the cable before, so he doesn't have like your old school cable. So. Everything is running off the, the internet these days. So Corbin, he he won't be on this week, but uh, we'll try to get him on. We'll try to get back into the, the studio pretty soon, actually. 
but this again, this rain is kind of making that a little bit uh, more difficult. I guess the studio got flooded out, so we're gonna see about that. Hey, what other classes do you want to put on here? I'm putting a poll on Instagram for what class, what high school class you teach. I got math, ceramics, geography, beat poetry. This is a class in high school. <laughs> Swear by your long beach sure, fucking man. stupid. Sure, poetry. I'll give you poetry. Poetry. Jeez. Chicano <laughs> studies. Okay. What so I guess I'll take math out, right? Yeah, I take math out. Okay. Chicano studies in high school, mind you. Yeah, we're not, man. Uh all right, so I guess oh, I'm sorry, Chris. We can't be teaching your the critical race theory to your kids, huh, man? You want to teach? You want I don't to, want. I don't want, want anybody. I don't want anybody teaching anything to my kids. That's how. I'll that's, teach how them. that's how conservative you got now, man. You're like, CR- oh, yeah. <laughs> CRT <laughs> t- not a, not in my school. CRT not for me. I'll <laughs> tell you the truth, man. I don't. I don't really understand critical race theory. I don't really get it. I don't well, care. I don't, think, don't, I don't explain anyone, it. Well, I don't think anyone really can explain what it is to begin okay. with. I mean, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> and to anyone who listens to this, who's like, I'm going to teach him what critical race theory is. No, nah, you're not. You're really fine. not. Like, I got, I got a bunch of other shit I got to think about. I'm sure it's important. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. sure it's important. Uh, you might even be right. And if you think they're wrong, the critical race theory people are wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, it's dying. You have a mute button, bro. You're, t- <laughs> you're trying. Like, here, I'm gonna be quiet so everybody can hear your. I was trying moments. to mute it while I'm like trying to stop coughing, and I'm like. <laughs> Like, you know, if I'm having a stroke, I can't find the button. It's choking to death on water. Yeah, amen. Uh, either way, what I'm saying is leave me alone. I don't care. Uh, I did learn Trump is supposed to be getting indicted. Uh, that's about it. Like, that's the that's the amount of information I have on it. And I'm I, good. I, I thought it was so good. funny. The, the images of like the people making like the AI images of him getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. That was, that's pretty funny. By Biden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is kind of right. funny. <laughs> I think you said 1994 Joe Biden too. Not even yeah, like- yeah it's definitely not. Come on, he was walking in a straight line. It's definitely not today's Joe Biden. <laughs> that guy is dead, man. It's so crazy that people are like, let's reelect basically a puppet that's just being like held up by strings, and uh, and people are, are like pulling his his uh, his Woody from Toy Story string to get him to say things. It's the weekend in Biden's. Yeah, and they're like anybody but Trump, and you're like, right, but. That guy's not alive anymore. You probably shouldn't pick him. You should probably pick someone who has like even a surface level understanding of what Firefox is or what Google Chrome is like that. You That should probably be that should be a prerequisite for being president. I mean, you how, should many, have, how many of them know that? None of them, man. Listen, listen to Congress. Look, this isn't political cast, but listen to Congress talk about anything involving modern day technology. They have no fucking clue what anything is. They have to get their interns doing everything for them. It's grandparents, man. Like it's it's seventy five year old people making yeah. decisions for for teenagers and twenty year olds, and they're like, well, they know better. You know, they're older than everyone else. And you're like, right, but like most of them probably didn't have lunch with black people until the nineties because like it wasn't cool in the neighborhoods that they grew up in. Like it's 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 really not a bunch of people you should be listening to. Well, they stayed but, on hey, their side of the tracks, Tucker. We stayed on our side. Yeah, well, it's hard to get like Nancy Pelosi. It's hard to get on Nancy Pelosi's side of the tracks when she's making all the money she's making in the stock market. Definitely insider trading, but it's cool. It's cool. You know why it's cool? Because I don't care. So don't don't message me with your. Here's why you're wrong about Nancy Pelosi stock tips. Because I'm not. Does anyone but, actually even 
do like if you say that like does anyone actually reach out and be like hey this is why doesn't matter wrong doesn't matter it's worth it in my life to take the four seconds to tell you not to talk to to me about it just to ensure that i don't have to block you because that's what i'm going to do and i don't want to i really don't want to you're all you're all friends and family and and hey, if if I was Speaker of the House, you, you all y'all motherfuckers would be filthy rich, just like Nancy Pelosi's friends. But again, don't talk to me about it. Do not talk to me about it. I don't care. It's really important you understand. All right, let's talk about something that people do care about. Let's talk about the the galaxy. Let's talk about some of the news that is uh, happening in the in the galaxy world. Uh, first off, we have uh, a couple of international call ups here. Uh, that's going to make a little make life a little more difficult for the galaxy in the next uh, week. Uh, you have uh, Dejan is, is uh, called up to Serbia, uh, Lairdom's called up to Suriname, Zabaleta with El Salvador, and Marcus Rakranis is called up with the U.S. U-20s. Uh, obviously, I think the two that are the ones that stand out are, are Dejan and, and Lairdom, who are two of the starters we're going to miss. We're going to miss out on uh, on uh, Portland on the weekend due to these games. Uh, oh, Dejan's missing Portland? Yeah, well, there's oh, two fuck. games. One game, I believe. There, I know there's one that's happening on the weekend and then one maybe on the like a weekday. Okay. Yeah, but d- definitely they're missing uh, They're missing at the weekend. So Mr. D- that's a big time for, for Judd to come back and be like, hey, Judd the stud. Time. It's my time. Yes, sir. What um, if that guy, what if, I mean, you know, he's not going to. What if that guy scored like five goals? Like like uh, Holland did against Leipzig. Well, I mean Portland's not great, so I mean I wouldn't say five, but he can get one or two. Sneak and pass him. Well, I mean it's fantastical to say he gets three, but what if he got five? What if he got a crazy like four four goals, something insane, but but conceivable? Well, how do you not how do you not start him again after that? Like you'd you'd have, have to, to, right? Yeah, you'd have to. And now Dejan's third. That dude be <laughs> fucking furious. Well, the way he started playing, I mean, he might might need to go back to the bench. Bro, well, he scored against Vancouver, whether you want to count it or not. Mm, yeah, justice for Dejan. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they're going to be missing for the next uh, the next week. For Krannis, not so much going to be missed because he's he's not really uh, with the first team. He's, he's I think they saw him listed on the G two roster, so um, we won't have to really worry about him. For Krannis, uh, sorry, uh, Zavaleta's bench option, so. Mm. Not so worried about that, but Lyrdom and, and Dejan for sure. Um, those are the two names that are gonna be, you know, missing from missed. this this weekend. So it's gonna be, yeah, they're the most missed. Uh, but yeah, moving on from that. Um let's talk a little, a little uh I mean, I wanna leave I wanna leave the, the front office stuff to the to the end of the galaxy news because I think that we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but the galaxy traded $150,000 in GAM. For an international roster spot uh, from Seattle, uh, and then about 20, 30 minutes after that, uh, it was announced that the Galaxy have finally assigned uh, Julian Audi or Aude or I forgot his Aude. name. Um, even he pronounced it on the video. I think it was Julian Aude. Julian. 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 Uh, from Lanús in, in uh, Argentina. Uh, he's a U twenty two player. Uh, he will be classified as a U twenty two player. Uh, which they will move uh, Efra from that U22 spot over to a full-on TAM. And so, uh, and it's also a five-year deal. Oh, dude. Sorry, my cat's trying Is to jump up. Yeah. 
<laughs> trying to join the podcast again. Uh, yeah, so and it's a five-year deal until December of 2027. Uh, so, Tucker, what do you think of this move? Uh, it's kind of been rumored for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I hope he's good. Um, well, the mouse hasn't been great in Argentina, but, you know, I hope this kid's all right. I don't know much about him. I'm sorry, guys. I have not slept a lot in the last few days, so I'm kind of dying, to be honest with you. Um, you know, he, he can't be much worse than Edwards defensively at least this season and Edwards has looked pretty good pushing into the midfield so I'm you know I'm all for it from that perspective mm-hmm. for sure I think when we when they they talked about the rumors of it I'm like well he's 19 I think he's going to be 20 so he uh, turns 20 in like what's the date today he turns 20 in like three days they um uh, and you know uh with Edwards it's it's definitely uh I think it's time maybe to put him back in his natural position of a, of a left wing. Uh, he's definitely more attacking minding than anything, but still someone who can, who can track back a little bit to help out defensively, which will help. Um, and maybe going forward, he can, he can add a little bit more, a little bit more spice to the attack because definitely lacking in, in the service to, to Dejan. And so I think hopefully oh, this really? kid can come in and, and play well. And I mean, he's gotten, like 60, 60 caps for uh, Lanus already at like nineteen twenty. So I mean, I think yeah, it's not bad. And he's he played in the Copa Libertadores. I think he played in the Sudamericana. Like he's been. Yeah, he's played he's, for the, the youth the youth national team for for Argentina. Uh, I think I posted a photo last week on our Twitter uh, with him and and Messi. So you know he's getting ex- he's getting exposure from from the boy Messi. Even if he's just touched him, yeah. good enough. And look again, it's a five year deal. Um, Save for Caceres, you're you're building something of a backline that'll get to grow together and and develop together. As assuming Jalen kind of holds that spot down or at least stays in the conversation for it, you're building a team a, a backline that might get a chance to play together for three, four, five years. Uh, if if they're even showing, I, I mean, what are you looking for really? If they're showing even signs of growth together and continuity together, yeah. You just keep, even if you're losing, to be honest with you, looking at it from a long-term perspective, obviously Greg has benchmarks that he needs to hit this year. And, and you know, Klein and the group would love to get Chicharito his picture with a cup, if not MLS cup, but maybe a league's cup or us open cup, something in that, in that realm. But, you know, as, as fans and as supporters tend to do looking past just this season, you get a chance for, for Julian, right? What'd you say, Julian? It's fine. Julian. Julian. I like, I like Julian more if I'm honest with you. Um, but you get a chance for Julian and and Jalen and you know perhaps whoever replaces Casares when he finally moves on. And uh uh what's your uh, Lucas Caligari giving them a chance to play together for you know three, four, oh, five years. Just Caligari, by the way. Caligari. Just he doesn't, Caligari. he doesn't like his he doesn't like his first name, like he just likes his last name. Bro, your name is Lucas. Your first name is Dope. Yeah. He's not for it though. All right. He just likes hey, he just likes going by Caligari. If that's how he identifies as Caligari, then yeah. I will respect it. But yeah, I, I hope it's good. I hope I hope he's great. Obviously, um, I hope he owns that spot. I really appreciated the Galaxy posting defensive clips when signing a defender, rather than you know like we would sign a defender and we would show like the three times he scored a goal in his whole career, and you're like that's great, but that's not what I expect him to do week to week. 
but they actually posted clips of him defending on the ball, which was, which was, uh, um, which is appreciated. See, yeah. I'm not all negative, but it was, it, it was appreciated that you, they, they, you know, uh, collated a video together of him <laughs> defending. You could see him doing his actual job. So I, I hope he's, I hope he's, he's a success. What did you think about it? Yeah. I think it's interesting that you're going to have three potential starters that are, you know, under 21 on a back line. I think that's 21. Can you uh, do something for me? And hopefully Caceres can be kind of like that, that veteran that leads them all to like that Greg Berhalter. Yes, exactly. So, you know, hopefully for Kranis starts, you know, building up a little bit more. And then you have a whole back line of, of four guys under 22 years old by, by next year. Well, I love, I love Marcus for I really hope that kid comes through. I honestly, I thought like two years ago, I thought he was ahead of Jalen. Yeah. And, and the idea that Jalen has, has kind of, and again, no, that di- role. no disrespect to either of those boys. It's not even usurped. Originally you would have said watching those kids play originally, you would have said Jalen was, was the, the, the better is probably not the word I want to use, but the more advanced of the two, you would have said it's Jalen, but Marcus wasn't that far behind. And then about two years ago, I thought Marcus kind of over had overtaken Jalen and was was closer to the first team. So it's great to see Jalen reestablish himself as that that top dog coming out of G two, and top dog of of young defender made into the national team camp. And you know, I, I'm not sure I would say he's locked down a starting spot on the back line, but he's he's playing over a lot of guys. He's playing over a lot of not just dudes, but Grown Vanny man. guys. Well, Vanny guys. Mavinga is a Vanny guy. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's a what's the other boy? Zavaleta. Zavaleta is, is a Vanny guy. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a kid. Family reunion. I mean, you would expect historically, even especially in the galaxy, the way we run, you would expect that the, the nephew would get the starts. And Jalen has edged those guys out. You assume one merit in training, and certainly you're seeing it in the games, like. You know, he has his mistakes and he has his moments, but it taken as a whole, doing very well for his age. Um, so yeah, give give all these boys a chance to kind of grow together and learn each other's positioning together. And uh it could end up being very good, very, very good. Yeah, I agree. I think um, you know, you have you have Jalen who I think at this point it's it's kind of his to lose a little bit that spot. Um, I think he's proven in the last couple of games that he's definitely can hold his, hold his own on, and especially after not really playing at all or yeah. not playing at all. In fact, not playing at all. Um, oh, in, the, in the first him. team. Got to bench him. Yeah. Got to bench him when now, nah, when the start, when, when say it's Koulibaly when, or Koulibaly, whatever we're supposed to call him, when he comes back, you got to bench Jalen and you, really? you don't, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And you don't do it because he's, he's, he's screwing up or you don't do it because he's making a mistake. You do it because he's a young player and and you you take you take your time with developing him and pushing him through because what we don't my chief priority with that kid is that you don't do an Efren Alvarez with him you don't overhype him you don't blow his head up you let him he's he's progressing just fine just fine taking the slow steady approach so that he's not, say he, say he goes on a run i mean look our next our our not our next two games but our next two home games are Seattle and LAFC Say we get blown out in those games, like now what? Like then it's it, it it you would imagine those two teams are going to target him. Mm. You would you would imagine those two teams are going to target him. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, it's probably smarter to have like the it's, more and it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not sacrificing him. It's not it's not slapping him on the wrist. It's not saying he did anything wrong. It's just taking your time with his development so that mm-hmm. he can progress over year, because it's a it's a year's progress. It's a year's process where this mm-hmm. is about keeping him going for a long time. I understand he's he's very good. He's playing very well. He's playing above his age. To be fair, very very mature uh, uh, playing style, very calm playing style, but. I, I I just uh, look at look at what we did with with uh, Julian Araujo. Slow played his development, made him fight Rolf Felcher for that job, and then when he had to fight Rolf for that job, he's kind of, every time he came in as a, uh, off the bench, outperformed Rolf Felcher. Every yeah, single time it, it he made came you in, think every time like why is he why is he why the fuck more? are we playing Rolf? This kid's so <laughs> much better because you're 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 bringing him in slowly, letting him get comfortable slowly. Like Jalen's playing. Not just because he's good, but it's partially out of necessity. When when the starter is back, when the veteran starter is back, you bring him in and you let Jalen come in for him and earn that spot back. When it's a fight and you let him fight for that job and you let him win that job in a fight and then you roll with him. But I gave as believe me, man, as a Jalen Neal, as a fan of him as a young man, not just as a player, I can't wait for him to own that spot full time. Uh, I, I I think he's going to be, there's a, a very high probability that that kid could be one of our next great defenders. Uh, and for a long term, if, if he wants to stay and and that's where his, his focus is. And I, I hope it is. I hope he, he grows and develops with us and, and, you know, he doesn't become one of these kids that goes to Europe for the sake of going to Europe. And then that's where his career kind of sputters out. Um, you know, I hope he's content. Well, luckily he doesn't have a certain agent that that will take him over to some club and waste his time. Hey, man, Edson Buttle went over there. Like, you know, a bunch of guys. All of well, who said that in Lars? All of Europe is in Europe. Like, the Bundesliga third division is in Europe. It's Europe, but it ain't Europe. Like, it's hey, not really what it's you're, not what you're thinking for. of. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I mean, my hope for him is that he's he's brought in slowly and he's developed slowly. And, you know, I, I, of all people, I probably trust somebody like Greg and Dan Kalishman with his, uh, with his development. I, you know, hope he does very well. All right. Uh, moving on. We got some uh, player rumors. Uh, I think, did we mention him? I don't think we mentioned him last week. One more thing on, 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 uh, what's the kid's name? Julian. Uh, you, Oud. you definitely try to get ahead of by eight o'clock. Huh? Bro, it's going to be quick on, on Julian, <laughs> Julian Oud. How do you say the last name? I, well, I'm trying to because I saw his uh, the video they posted earlier from the Galaxy. Uh, I think he pronounced it out like out Audi, but Audi like Audi. Let's just go, Julian or Julian. 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 Um, Joe Titino said on the Vancouver broadcast that they've brought Juninho in to the main coaching staff to help him get the South American players more acclimated to the team. Want to applaud it? Love Juninho. Uh, love Juninho as a player. Uh, love Janino as a coach, and I think it's a great move and leaning on on guys who really understand what it means to to play for the Galaxy um, to help these guys acclimate as they come in. It's a great move. Yeah, I mean, look at you. You have like a whole staff of almost former Galaxy players now. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of awesome. Um, so moving on, uh, there are a couple of player rumors. Uh, first one is a forward slash winger from uh, Brazil. Uh, Adamir, Adam, Adam, I'm yeah. assuming, uh, from Atletico Mineiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's rumored to have, uh, is rumored to be signed with us, but also, I guess, uh, recently there's just been rumors that he's, he might sign with uh, Bahia in the Brazilian 
whatever league they have down there. Apparently uh, those those talks are advanced now. Yeah. So it's a maybe. And then I th- I think when when that the rumors of Bahia coming in for him, I think that's when uh, the rumors of the Polish winger Mateusz Bagus uh, was floating around. Right. Uh, but then I think that's been squashed. I think uh, it's one of those uh, cases where they said LA, but it really meant the other LA team. Yeah. Hey. That's what happens when your whole mentality is, you know, we are the galaxy. We don't need to do anything to separate ourselves. Like now you're getting linked to players that you probably could use, but you're not really getting linked to them. You're just being used. Because your name is still synonymous with being the only American team that most Europeans know. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know, good, good on him. Hope he. Uh, I mean, it's, it's all about the follows and TikToks and numbers, right? <laughs> Gotta get your TikToks up, man. Did you see that weird uh, video of like some dude? I guess you know the Galaxy invited some some. I think it was like some basketball players, some Laker, maybe Laker players. I don't know. Um, Jesus Christ! But it's some dude Dennis Schroeder was. Javale is that who it was? Yeah, it was like it was Lakers. I don't, I don't know basketball. Sorry. Um, but he was like filming some dude who was like filming him. Yeah, that kid, that TikTok kid. Some weird, some weird creepy dude. Well, he's like a he's 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 like a he's like a dickhead. He's I mean that's that's my with all due respect, Adam. I know you're you're poaching just the best of the best of a, <laughs> of a Chinese spyware company. Is it a shock that that kid was probably invited to the game? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, I don't know. He wasn't sitting where the, the celebrities would normally sit, but you know. It's a, it's a kid's, the kid's an asshole, and uh, he's lucky he didn't get his fucking his bell rang for it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that that's was weird. It was weird, uh, but yeah. So you can squash that rumor of that Polish ringer. That's it's looking like, and then I think Tom Bogart, Bogart, whatever his name is, uh, I believe he's, he's squashing. It's like no, it's it's a rumor for LAFC, not not us. So, yeah. uh, there you go. Whatever. I think we're we're. Like if we sign somebody else, where would they go? Like if you're signing anyone else, you're signing bench players. Um, I think we I think we've been waiting for a winger. I mean, that's the kind of the everyone's to play where. Yeah, I get I get everyone wants one, but like, I think that's what everyone was kind of expecting, right? Yeah, but like logically, to play where? How many wings do you have? Which one? Both. Really, you got you got nine left wingers. <laughs> You're moving. Ed, you want to move Edwards there? Memo's going to play there. Tyler Boyd plays there. You want to play on the right? You have your second highest paid designated player playing on the right. You may not like him. You may want him to leave. But if he doesn't leave, he's probably playing on the right. So yeah. you don't really have room for anybody else. You have you have Efren Alvarez, who they've who they're probably paying seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to this year, that they're not getting a, a weird sweethearted homegrown deal or or you know uh U twenty two initiative deal on his salary. Like they're paying that kid seven hundred and fifty grand straight up against the cap until they tam it down. Where are you putting all these players? It's 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 just not realistic. I think we're done, man. I think we're we're just about done. All right, let's uh let's talk the LA. How are you enjoying dad life? <laughs> Great. Love it. This is the part nobody tells you about where you're like, oh man, there's no real right answer. <laughs> I just keep well, they ask me, up. they ask me like, well, you know, what's the what's your favorite thing about dad life? I'm like, or what you're not gonna cut this out, so keep that in mind in your answer. And I go, Well, it's it's definitely not easy. 
it's not easy but it's definitely it's like the most challenging yet rewarding thing that's oh, happening in life bro you don't even know yet when you see them and I, and leave this in erica can hear this because it's true of all the kids when you see them learning and you see them picking up on the things that you told them about about this thing about a and being able to attribute it to other aspects of their life in b and you're seeing like they're t- literally taking the lessons that you taught them about something completely unrelated and they're applying it to a different problem that they have and they're able to solve that problem because of the advice you gave them about a different issue bro it's the fucking best it's the best thing in the world because well, it's, it's it's you continuing it's past your genetics it's the yeah. philosophy of your life continuing through your children it's the best thing in the world so i say i'm like it's i can't you know i don't want her to grow up too fast but I can't wait to like oh, actually God, interact no. with her. No, you and know? you got it. And she's look with all due respect to anyone listening to this. And you got a daughter. You keep that girl young and innocent and pure <laughs> as long as you can. Yeah, because they're like they're like gremlins. <laughs> and it's, it's just keep keep all all the babies really. But like like Damien is gonna fight me at some point. I'm fairly certain. He's very emotional, and I tell him the way it is, and that's difficult. I can deal if Jonas wanted to fight me. I could deal with it. Because you know he's he's man, I can I can hold him down, I can stop him. Yeah, like a girl wants to fight me. What am I gonna do? I don't know what to do in that situation. I'm just gonna run away. <laughs> I'm just gonna run away. That's probably, probably the smart, the smartest decision. Definitely the smartest decision. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Vancouver. One one draw. Uh, Vancouver goes up. Uh, goes up first. One nothing. Uh, Galaxy draw at the end of the first half with a pretty lucky goal, I would say. Which looked like an own goal, but they gave it to Leardom. I still don't know if Leardom touched the ball. I, I, I think this is my theory. I think the defender kicked Leardom's foot, and Leardom's foot went forward and kicked the ball. That's the I've, I've I've slowed it down. I've watched it. Erica will tell you I watched it a thousand times today before the show. What was the it? Zapruder. It's like the 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 the, the Leardom films. Yeah. The closest that I got was. Uh, I think the defender kicks Leardham's foot into the ball and that kicks and that scores the goal. Still, still, still counts. Goal. I guess it yeah. counts. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you think the, the team played against Vancouver? I mean, it still, still seemed kind of flat. Uh, not really seemed all that dangerous. I thought we could have won it. I mean, it seemed it, it was the most um, controlling of a game we've had so far this season, for sure. The most in a game that we were this year. Um yeah, I thought I, it's still struggling to get Deja on the ball. It's just, it's, it's really hard. And you're going to appreciate, I think you'll end up appreciating the little extra moves and energy that you get out of Preston Judd, who's probably starting the, the Portland game. Um, so I, 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 I liked that aspect where we seem to be controlling. It was, it was a tough night for a couple of guys. Ricky seemed to give the ball away over and over and over again. Um Efrain still has a lot of the same trouble where it's become, it's so clear now. I mean, if you're looking for it at all, the moment Efrain Alvarez gets the ball, whichever defender is on him moves to his right foot and a second defender comes in and steps directly to his left and, and kind of cuts off any action that he can have. Um, outside of that, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You'll never know the title. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like it a lot. Before, before I forgot. Um, it's uh, everyone will have seen it by now. Uh, yeah, in general, I thought we played much, much better. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking 
thinking that we were scoring multiple goals to win that game. As the moment the game started, I was like, oh, so I'm I'm not retaining this year because I keep saying stupid things. But in I general, I th- yeah, yeah, bro, it's over. Because I, no, I know I'm doing very poorly in, in both the fantasy and the, this, uh, the prediction game. Well, I forgot about the fantasy too. You just said it. So I've, I've, I will retool my team tonight for this weekend. But it's it's uh it it seemed like the best chances the best chance we had to win a game so far this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the big downside is losing uh, losing Bondi to that injury to that unlikely dislocated shoulder. Um, but you know, Klinsman did relatively well when he was in when with what was asked of him, and uh, and that's you know that's yeah it. didn't he didn't have too much to do on the night so which was good. Um, but yeah, unfortunately. Bond seems to have gotten hurt on a play where the Vancouver forward pushes uh, Edwards into into Bond and seems like he might you know, separate his shoulder or something like that. So I think he dislocated it. Dislocated. So hopefully it's not not too uh, not too long of a of him being out, but uh, hopefully uh, hopefully Klinsman can step up and and fill the role a little bit. Um, what do you think of that disallowed goal from from Dejan? The handball. I mean, it's, it's obvious bullshit. It bounces right off his chest. He drops it. To, it's a great goal from Dejan, to be fair. He, uh, uh, it's deflected, what, deflected twice. It bounces, to, it bounces up to his chest. He chests it straight down in front of him. He lets it drop, waits till it's right at the perfect level, and then shoots it in. The, the, the craziest part is, and, and Greg, or, uh, uh, Greg Vanny talked about this in his post-game uh, press conference, that the ref was 25 yards behind the play directly behind it so there's no way he could have seen right he could have seen that Dejan took it off his chest in front of him and calls a handball for it and then refuses to go to VAR to take a look to take a follow-up look at it despite all the angles that VAR has despite every other time they choose to go to VAR for innocuous inane bullshit uh, a handball that would have won us the game that one you don't want to take to VAR it seems seems ridiculous but then they did though didn't they I don't think they did I don't think I they. Did. I don't remember. I thought they did go to VAR, and he still called it a handball. Like at first, the, the goal was given, and then they went to VAR, and then they they overruled it. I I I believe you are incorrect, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know for certain. I believe you're wrong. I might be wrong. See, look, everybody, I'm humble. Yeah, I don't I'm, always I'm, think I'm right. I'm pretty sure they they counted it, and then they went back to called it back. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, if that's the case, it, that's the thing. If that's the case, it's even more surprising. Because it's, it's not. It's, it's not. A, it's not, not an handball. obvious. It's not a, even if it was a handball. It's not an obvious handball. So how how do you how do you disallow that? Like it's it's not clear and obvious. Is that what's the whole point of the VAR? So it's like it's it's strange to me. That should that should yeah. definitely should not have been called back. Say you, 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 you leave it to a rest decision. But did we really though? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. You could have scored four. You could have scored three. You could have, you know. That's true. Yeah, that, that's what's true. Um. So let's talk about it. I mean, I think the big talking point of this game, other than than the one-one draw, um, is obviously the the first. Bro, I don't think they went to VAR. I'm sorry. I'm reading. I'm reading uh, some some Greg Vanny quotes from the game. I don't think it went to VAR. This is from Greg. This is from Greg, quote, I just don't understand for the life of me how the referee, who is 25 yards behind the play and directly behind the attacker, sees a handball. Even when you watch it on replay, it's not a handball. And you have all the angles in the world, potentially, in VAR. 
let them make the call if it's a handball. You're guessing from 25 yards behind. I, I, I'm misremembering. I swear they did, but I guess not. Okay. Mm. Oh, well. But either way, it's, yeah, I mean, let it let it happen and then check the bar. If it, if check it's, the bar. You check, you VAR check every goal. Yeah. Why, would you, why wouldn't you let it go and then check? You could still check the VAR. You could let it go as a goal and then check VAR and then not even be questioning yourself because VAR checks every goal. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about it. I mean, uh, this is the first game that we had the supporters uh, protests outside the stadium. Um, it was still seemed like it was a pretty full, not for a home opener. Home opener seemed kind of light, but uh, lowest attended home home opener since 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, you had not not counting the COVID year. Not counting COVID year. Um, but you know that year doesn't count anyway, so sorry, Portland. Well, there's there's people in Guessman's Discord that need me to be as fucking specific and exa- uh, and precise as humanly possible about any possible thing that gets talked about. So I think there was about uh, I think estimated there was like 200, 300 people outside the the, the in the Legends Plaza with signs, uh, banners, um, protesting, Klein out. Um, seemed like a a, a decent turnout, but. I still think people are are um, divided on the whole protesting stuff because I think he's definitely saw. I think he saw both people, both sides of it. But people were like, "Well, what's the point?" I think I think I saw a lot of that. Um, but it, it's it's unfortunate that you had the Galaxy had to run six, seven different promotions uh, to get nine different nine. promotions yeah. to get two people in the stands. Per the ACB's post, nine different promotions to to you know. Don't forget, get your tickets early because it's near capacity. Nine different promotions to run a capacity apparently at twenty three thousand. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think I think it's obviously on their end. It's it's a smart move so that they can show like, hey, we we're still getting the butts in the seats. But it's on the other hand, then it's like, oh yeah, um, you know, we're just gonna. They can't do. They can't run promotions every single game. I I wouldn't think. It's a waiting game. It's yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like I saw, I saw some some posts that were like, um, "Son of a bitch, Japan won the World Baseball Classic." Uh, I saw some. Yeah, yeah. You know, what do I give a shit? I'll be honest with you. Um, but I saw some posts that were like, um you know supporters groups didn't do as well as they thought they would do during a boycott and there's definitely uh, a lot of trolling all, going on for sure yeah which is you know i think no one should even get upset about it it's just it, you know it's part and parcel but i saw i did see a lot of you know trolling about attendance numbers and all that and like oh the galaxy got 23,000 you're like i don't understand i don't even understand let me, let me speak to the people whose side I'm on here. I don't even understand a supporter or a member of a supporters group being that concerned about the numbers for 23,000 attended 7.30 p.m. Saturday home opener game with nine ticket promotions with an $8 resale value for tickets. Oh, it's a time, $5. It's a, yeah, it's like Dodger Stadium. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a time game. And you have much, much more of it on your side than the galaxy does. It's not really an argument. It's not 
all you have to do is hold fast in what you're in, in, in what you want to happen and what you're doing and you will see results. Yeah. It's, I think the time I, it's a game of time. I, I had, I had a buddy and he, he's there with his family. Um, and I asked him, I was like, well, how's the vibes, man? I mean, you you know, he's not part of a sporter group, nothing. He, he sits up in the two hundreds and it was the vibe. Like he's like, man, it's, it's the quietest home game I've ever been to. I think Kessman said it was like a baseball game. Which makes sense. I think I think you can listen to that clip that I think they posted on 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 um I think it's Instagram or something where obviously the the louder the crowd was was you know uh goal decisions, um bad ref calls, whatever. Absolutely. Uh, but I mean you can make eight thousand people sound loud and especially mm-hmm. in a semi enclosed stadium. Like so you have twenty three people, quote unquote twenty three thousand. Cause let's 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 be real. That's tickets distributed. Hold on, not, hold on, not tickets hold on, sold. Hold on. Hold not on. attendance. Hold on. Hold on. For the sake of argument, say it's 23,000. Because it doesn't, it, 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 you can give them 25. It doesn't matter. You can give them 25. It doesn't matter. It's a 730 Saturday, 730 mm-hmm. PM Saturday home opener. The game should have been at capacity. Yeah. It should have the been sold should, out. The berm should have been open. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, it's, come on. That's not this game was not a fail. The attendance, not not the game. The attendance of this match is not a failure on the boycott. It's a victory. Even if you can, if you can't quite understand that it's a victory, I believe me, I get it. But it's a victory. It's a, it's, had, a it's yeah. So that you they had to run nine different promotions to get tickets promotion, to get people in. Promotion after promotion after promotion after promotion. Giveaway after giveaway after giveaway after giveaway. Bogo to counter, giveaway. To counter your protests. veterans giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, believe me. What do you think? Come, guys, help me out here. You, you shouldn't make this as frustrating. I'm getting old. I can't, I can't keep getting mad like this. What happens when, when they play a Wednesday game? What happens when they play a Sunday game at 1 p.m.? This was a 7:30 p.m. Saturday home opener match with 23,000 people in attendance, allegedly. The San Diego Wave are getting ready to do twenty three thousand for their home opener. With all due respect to NWSL in San Diego, they're getting ready to do the exact same numbers that Galaxy just did. So far, the team that's been established for twenty six years, twenty seven years. It's a it's a win if you can if you can see past if you can see past the immediacy. It's a win. The first win of the boycott was sustaining it through the off season. And, and through not having regular things to discuss and talk about and to keep you prevalent and keep you in the, in the zeitgeist. That's the first win. The second win. Yeah. Lars was the, I don't know that Lars was well attended, but I know that it was populated. The section was populated. They're premium seats. I mean, it was always, it was the problem when you and I were in leadership, the Lars seats are premium seats. It's not, it's no surprise to me at all that people see a, a, a swath of open seats and they're going to move in. But even even of, of Riot Squad people who are going to show up, a lot of them who are going to show up are people who always come to the home opener. What happens when they play a Wednesday game? Mm. What happens when they play a Sunday game? All the people who wouldn't normally show up to a Wednesday game or a Sunday game. It's a baseball stadium. It felt like a baseball game for a 7.30, Saturday, a 7.30 p.m. Saturday home opener. Felt like a baseball game. It's a time game. Yeah. It's time game. All you got to do is wait out your time, the time. And as it gets worse and worse and worse and worse, you just got to hold the line. Of, of course, you're going to, you're going to have people trolling you. You know what those people who are trolling you want? They want to hear you 
versus in the El Trafico match. They want to feel like they're not alone in the El Trafico match. Well, every person who doesn't respect what supporters groups do, every person who takes for granted what supporters groups do in two home games, they're really going to start understanding the value of supporters groups in their matches. But if you want to drum, if you want to paint your, your client out, your client in signs, or you want to clap and, and cheer during the games, you want to try to replicate the songs during the games. Hey man, two home games, El Trafico, there's your opportunity. That's it. That's the moment you all should get every single person that's like supporters groups. They shouldn't be doing this. This is what, this is what I think they should do while I sit in the middle and I don't sing during games and I don't paint banners and I don't do all this other shit. Hey, all that is your right. It is your right to not do any of that. You don't have to, but you're going to start appreciating people who do really, really, really soon. In my opinion, just hold the line. It's a time game. Yeah. It's a time game. You you just gotta, gotta keep going. Keep pushing. Um, let's. We did get a, an email from McTony. Uh, I did send him last Wednesday. Like, hey, we're recording. So thank you, McTony. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, uh, sir, as always. Prognostication. Uh, it starts out. My apologies. I don't have a ton of time this week, so I'll keep it short. Uh, Chris and Ben predicted a win, while Ed predicted a loss. So no points for all three. However, who predicted the tie? That's right. The amazing Pippi. That damn dog. Uh, she did perfect. She did predict a three-three draw, so no bonus points for the correct scoreline. And just like everyone else, uh, just like everyone across the country, Leardom was not the forecast goal scorer. Uh, well, maybe his mom called it, but uh, anyway, <laughs> with the one-point game uh, for Pippi, she moves back into a tie with Ben for first place, each having three points so far, while Chris and Ed uh, still have goose eggs. Listener predictions: forty-one of the fifty-two participants expected a Galaxy win. Uh, maybe if the ref would have actually looked at the handball, he called. So he didn't look at it. So that's that's confirmation right there. Um, actually looked at the handball that he called on Joe Blick. I, I appreciate that you trust Big Tony over Greg Vanny. Yeah, that's a I good that's a good ride squad man right there. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, maybe if the ref would have actually looked at the handball he called on Joe Blick, we would have won. But no dice. Uh, five others five others expected a galaxy loss. So that means. The six remaining grab points for um, for predicting a draw. Uh, good job by Christian M. Cookie. Cookie. Someone named Cookie. Uh, Cookie R. Ruben Fredo. Uncle Dishwasher. And Javier S. Uh, additionally, five of those people uh, correctly predicted score. Only Christian was off by predicting a 2-2 draw. Uh, sadly, he also predicted an own goal by Caceres. So he ends up with zero points on the week. The other five each get three points on the week. Uh, so overall, this means we have two new leaders, Fredo and Uncle Dishwasher, lead the pack with four points, while Cookie, Javier, and Ruben are all tied with uh, uh, at three. Alfalfa guy is still sitting by himself with two points, and then thirteen others are still tied with one. Uh, he'll, uh, Big Tony says he'll send out the link either by uh, he'll send the link by Wednesday night. Uh, so go make sure you're checking on the uh, the Squadcast Twitters. Uh, looking forward, uh, Portland on Saturday at 1:30 p.m. Portland is slightly favored to win, but they've lost their last three and have a negative five goal differential. Uh, I type more, but work calls. Get those predictions in before kickoff. Uh, so let's talk about the Portland game. Like you said, uh, this Saturday, uh, June 25th, kickoff is at 1.30 at Providence Park. Uh, it's on Fox, actually, Big Boy Fox, or Apple TV. Uh, so you can watch That's what I was going to ask you. Like, I still get to watch. I can still watch on Apple, no problem. Yeah, still on Apple. Uh uh, Portland won their opener versus uh, Kansas City, uh, one nothing, but have lost their last three. Uh, Portland lost on the weekend to Atlanta five one. 
yeah. Uh, G's have not Atlanta lost. Look, to, Atlanta looks good this year, though. Yeah. Uh, G's have not lost to Portland in the last four matches. They have three wins and one draw. Uh, so let's talk about it, man. Um, Portland away. Uh, in the last couple of years, we've been we've been okay with against Portland. They're not looking good. We're not looking good. Um, I'm feeling trap game. What do What do you think? God damn! How can we? How can you have a trap game when you haven't won anything yet? They're all trap games. They're all yeah. You know, being a Galaxy fan, you just have to realize they're all trap games. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's rough. You would think going in with with uh, with all again with all due respect, going in with Preston instead of Dejan and going in with the Dejan instead of Chicharito, you, you know, it, it seems like a like a tougher ask. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see uh, what's the new boy's name. Oh boy, I'm out of it. I would like to see Caligari start, but Illyrdom just scored, <laughs> and it seems to be central to every goal that we get to score this year. Well, I wonder can can Leardom play on the left side, uh, or can Caligari play on the left side? Caligari can play on the left side. He's played on the left side before. So yeah. Maybe they put him over left, move over, move Edwards, move up. Edwards up, get him prepared. Yeah. Start Leardom at right back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an option for sure. Uh, I don't know, as I'm hoping Efrain doesn't go crazy and get himself, get himself sent off like he did in that other game against Portland. I don't know. I don't have high, I don't have high hopes for this game, but at the same time, I feel like, Ooh, I try not to do with the feeling. I think there's a chance we could sneak a win here, given how, how kind of, how down as an organization Portland is right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could, we could probably sneak a, sneak a win here, but if we were full if we were full squatted out, I would think we could sneak a win, especially if Klinsman is playing. Um, yeah, that's, down, that's the thing I with Portland too. I think they have like eight injuries or something like that. We're down six starters right now. Like yeah, you could argue we're down six starters right now. It's crazy. Um, so it could go either way. I mean, the safest bet would be to go for a, a draw and and say that they both kind of stink the house up and and don't manage to score on each other. But at the other end, you know. No, you know what? I'll go if I go draw. I go positive draw because I'm I'm trusting in the Jalen Neal right now. I'm on. The, I might be switching my Efrain train to the to the Jalen Neal track and uh, the J train. That J train, baby. Choo 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 choo. Um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 not feeling as positive for this game. I I still think that the you have uh, I, I I like Judd. I hope this is a breakout game for him. I think he can do it. I think he has the. the the capacity to, you know, sneak a goal or two in. Um, and like you said, he brings something different. And I think he actually might match better for what the Galaxy do when, you know, crossing the his ball in. His movement looks him, better. Him in the every, time, every time he's on, his movement looks a hell of a lot yeah. better than Dejan's, at least this season. And so, yeah, hopefully. so hopefully he can turn it up a little bit. Um, I think, uh, you know, Chicha's back in training. So I saw posting videos, so... I, I doubt he's he's back in the starting lineup. Uh, maybe he can yeah, be on the bench option or something like that. Oh, you're on mute, I think. Oh, shit. There we oh, go. There go. I found a, a, an injury report online that still had him listed as out with a hamstring injury. Okay. So I, I don't think he'll be back. But uh, it, it seems like it's the it's the Dejan show, and I don't – who I mean, you just run him the full 90? We don't have anyone else that I can think of. Yeah, who, who else can you put up as, as striker? I think we have no It would one. have been Cabral. Last year would have been Cabral. Yeah. Um, you know, you play Efrain up there in a false nine. It's an option. 
he loves playing in that middle. He loves dropping deep to find the ball. It seems to make the most sense playing playing at a false nine. But I think you're probably playing Judd the whole ninety. Well, let's let's pray that that Judd doesn't get caught up in like that artificial turf, man, or you know something like that. All right, Chris. So I believe. Alhamdulillah. I believe you are first up on the prediction, sir. So what do you? I will go one one. Preston Judd. Give it to the kid. Give it to uh, him. I remain a jug a jug juggalo. I don't think I've ever actually pronounced Judd-Galo, it. Yeah. Judgalo. There we go. Yeah. Uh remain a, a loyal, faithful Judgalo. And uh and yeah, I, I I would give it to Preston. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stick with my negative, uh my negativity and see see if that'll uh work to my advantage. Uh I'll go three one loss. And I'll I'll give it I'll give it to I'll give Ricky the goal. Freeway Ricky. Oh, that goal he had against Vancouver. They got called back because Dejan was offside. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, go, I'll give Ricky the goal. I'll go 3 1. Uh, Portland win. And so we'll see what Ben and Pippi probably get their whatever correct uh, scoreline and, and prediction and all that stuff. Anything else before we, uh, we get into the lightning round, sir? Uh no, I'm good. You're all good to go. We did. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't give a shit about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I did want to. Did you want to do? Let's talk about the the new hiring before we get into that. Yeah, we just Willie, get that Willie Kuntz. Yeah, this the, is where the this is where the show title comes from. <laughs> Will Kuntz. Willie Kuntz. Willie Kuntz. Uh, so is, it, is that how I'm supposed to pronounce it? I've been pronouncing it. The, the I'm assuming way. it's German. I'm assuming. I've been it's going, English. bro. I've been going English with it. I've been going hard. Will, I'm full James Powell with how I'm pronouncing this dude's name. Will Kuntz. Nah, he is he is Billy Kuntz is what I'm calling him. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Billy Kuntz. <laughs> Billy Kuntz. <laughs> Billy Kuntz from Philadelphia. <laughs> are you How you doing? How you doing, Billy Kuntz? <laughs> Eric is gonna be like, what the what the fuck am I hearing you say? <laughs> talking, about, talking about Billy. Talking about uh, Billy. Yeah, so uh Will Kuntz, I'm assuming Free. it's Kuntz. Nah, fuck that freeway Billy Kuntz. <laughs> <laughs> has joined has joined the uh the front office uh in an unknown capacity at this moment. Um he's coming over from from the other team, the other the other team from LA. I think I think officially he's unaffiliated. I think officially he's unaffiliated. Because he's mean? not coming. He's not coming from LAFC. He worked at LAFC. He left LAFC. He was unemployed by anyone. He was un. Untethered. Well, his last his last employer was LAFC for the last five seasons. Yeah. Um. He was, I believe, like the assistant general manager or the assistant, like this second in command or whatever it was. Uh, uh over there. Um. Apparently, he has been kind of like the mastermind behind building their roster. Uh, and seems to be a guy that knows his way around. Uh, MLS rules and and the craziness that is the wacky MLS structure. Uh, can I can I say something? Yeah, it's because I've read that I've read you know. And if if you happen to be listening to this, uh, Freeway Billy, all the respect in the world. Thank Freeway you for coming aboard, Freeway Freeway Billy Coons. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and and trying to save what's left of this organization. Um, I read Willie Coons. Big Willie Coons. I keep reading as like a as a as a as a as a positive. I keep reading like he has a deep knowledge of MLS roster rules, and I'm and my thought is always like, well, if you gave it to me, if you gave me the rule book, 
I would have it like, what do you mean? How does Klein not have a deep knowledge of MLS regulations and rules? There, there's a rule book that they give the, you. Just isn't he on the committee? It. Yeah, just read the rule book, and then you'll have a similar deep knowledge of MLS roster rules to the way to to the same level my man Freeway Willie Kuntz has. Yeah. Like with all due respect to Willie Kuntz, uh, uh, studying it and mastering it. I don't understand how, how did P. Vianis not have a deep knowledge of, of MLS roster rules if they will give you uh, the full rule book? If Willie Coons will give me a full rule, rule book, I'll read the whole fucking thing. And then if a situation comes up, I'll be like, hey, Willie Coons, here's a chance to, to you know, improve the team, sell Efren Alvarez and use some of that money to do something of note and use with it. I feel like the, the MLS, MLS rule book is like inside like the archive covenant. So that you can't find, find it. Dude. it. It'd melt your fucking face off. If you <laughs> yeah, can see exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, but George, yeah, so it's... George, if you could draw, if you could draw Will Koontz as Indiana, Indiana Jones, uh, like keeping his face away from the Ark of the covenant or even running from that big ball. I really appreciate that shit. Yeah. Big old, big old Indy Koontz. Yeah, Chris Klein is that Kali Mala guy ripping my fucking heart out. Yeah, that's a, the Klein's face should be melting off. Kali Mal. Um, but yeah, he's he's joining over from um, unemployment, but previously um, from LAFC. Unemployment FC. Uh, it seems I don't know. I'm, I feel like maybe he was he's kind of a DTK situation where he's been on the job for a little bit. Okay, that. That, that, that guy got thrown under the fucking bus. All these signings is suspicious. Like we actually know it seems like we're knowing what we're doing now, and like beforehand, like before, it kind of seemed like all, all the signings we were doing or making, um, we'd have trouble fitting people into the rosters, and just so it seems like it's maybe he's been with us for a little bit and just being well, announced. Well, not even that. Like you see, not as you say, like not even the the acquisition necessarily, but the moving Efrain Alvarez to Tam because. You can purchase Julian uh, with with uh, unlimited amount of acquisition fee as long as he's signing as a U22 initiative. So you wouldn't want Efra. We talked about this last week. You wouldn't want Efra and Alvarez sitting in that U22 spot if you moved him up through the HGP process and you're essentially made him a U22 so you could pay him more money than you would you know, reasonably pay him for, for what he do, uh, uh, brings to the team. You can move him out of that spot, you know, have take your lashes and and pay him and Tam to pay down the ridiculous fucking contract you've given him, but use that U22 spot to actually help you bring in yet another left back to, to, to solve, you know, the many problems of, you know, masterful player signing genius. That is Greg Vianney signing his third left back now, but we'll forget all that. Um, it seems like it's a move that would lean towards the fact that, that freeway Willie has been, working for some time if he listens to this i hope he doesn't hate that name <laughs> he's like what well, fuck you called me freeway willie for hey my name um he'd be an, seems... he'd be an angry coons <laughs> you pissed off coons he'd be, a, he'd be a pissed off coons you don't want to see a mad coons my friend oh man uh then yeah, it, then the his his coons gets all red in the face it's a red face coons <laughs> Starts calling cousins and brothers and sisters, and you got a whole pack of coons mad at you. <laughs> you don't want mad coons after you. Uh, yeah, no, it seems it, it's just it's just weird to have a bunch of coons in your face. <laughs> not that again. Uh, <laughs> not since I got out of the war, eh, Ben? Uh, <laughs> All those coons spitting in your face and everything, man. It's just like weird. Uh, yeah, you just deal with it. You just 
Let me just wipe it all up. Uh, it, it would point to the fact that he's been at the job for a while, which is always a positive thing. I think DTK, I think it was reported DTK was working for three weeks before we announced his, his signing. And once you announce it, everything that kind of came before it starts to make a little more sense. Yeah. Um, it has that vibe. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, look, I, I wish, I wish the guy the best. It's a, it is another acquisition from LAFC and, and, you know, I saw some people on Twitter kind of getting a little riled up about it. And you're you just kind of, look, you have to be reasonable and judge the state of the two organizations right now. And the state of the two organizations today is that we would look to poach talent from them because they're an organization that has been running properly for years. And we tend to hire our president's friends and that will cause problems. If your, your chief priority is selling your product to a specific demographic of people and, and, and you're, you're the guy who leads up your organization tends to find a way to, you know, move some shekels over to people that he grew up with and came up with. As long as that's your priority, like, yeah, you're going to be fucking, you're going to be a wooden spoon contender. If on the other side, if 13 miles North, you're trying to figure out how to be as successful of an organization as quickly as possible, they're probably going to have people that you're going to want to poach the way you should look at it. And the way I, I choose to look at it, we re- on this broadcast specifically, we regularly implore them to attempt to sign best in class at the position that they, they have a necessity for rather than, Oh, you know, I knew this guy and, and, you know, Karofsky met this dude at a U 17 tournament in France and Klein played with this guy in 1999, shit like that. This isn't, this is a moment where you have an opportunity to sign someone who has actively been successful in MLS. Not part of the boys club. Yeah. And with all due respect to Ziggy, not signing someone for what they had done previously with all due respect to GBS, not signing someone for what they, what they were able to do in another country. Like, with that have academy systems where they can they can they have scores of kids to go through getting someone who is in mls who has been successful in mls that's what you're looking for and if you're trying to if you're if your central goal is to fix what's going on um you have to look at it as a positive move yeah man i mean i I think you're correct i mean i think um you even kind of schooled me a little bit i was like oh look at us being chief as usa over here and then you're like, well, no, we talked about this last week where you want to hire the best people, not just someone's friend. Right. You got to look, if you're trying to resurrect what we were from what we are, you have to get past certain things. You have to be able to get, you have to be able to start looking past. Uh, yeah, let me phrase it this way. Saying I don't want to sign an executive or a player from LAFC is a luxury that you have when your organization is already successful. It's a luxury. We do not have that luxury. We are not afforded that luxury right now. The, 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 what you have today is to say, you have the luxury of saying, I don't want to sign best in class from the USL championship. That's a luxury that we have. But if you're trying to return to, to the summit of MLS, you're trying to fix your roster. You're trying to look, we're going into, we're going into Greg's third year. And as we said, when Greg got hired that by his third year, the reason I was willing to lose with that guy for three years is it's probably going to take three years to finish cycling out all the Chris Klein, Jovan Karofsky signings so that Greg can start building a team that he wants to have. And look, we're, we're in Greg's third year. We're on Chicharito's extension. 
We're on his last year. He's been injured since the beginning, since uh, since preseason. We're on Douglas Costa's last year. He's been injured since preseason. Been shopping himself around South America, trying to find a team to take him. Can't. So we're two designated players down. Greg's third year, still cleaning out the Chris Klein, Jovan Karofsky signings. If this guy is going to come in and, and build a game plan that lasts longer than just one coach or build a game plan that lasts longer than Chris Klein's totally marketing is dead last ideology, which everyone knows is bullshit. Hey man, good luck. I'll give you, I'll give you the best shot that I can. You have all the support from me in the world. If, if you're telling me that you show up here trying to fix what has gone on with my organization. Yeah, I think that, and then that, that'll be a conversation for another day because we're running out of time already. We don't know, well, we don't know enough about him yet. We don't, we don't know, have enough information yet. We don't know the position he's taking. We don't know, you know, what his, his roles and responsibilities will be or if ever we'll find that out. But um, it seems like he is going to be a kind of a mediator between, you know, Chris Klein and the, the decision-making of player acquisition kind of side of things. Um so why? Klein hasn't had, Klein hasn't had anything to do with that in years. So I don't why know if would this he is, even this need, is, why would he this need is, uh, This is the and story uh, of a girl. Yeah, no, I don't the whole world. of say maybe the team like okay maybe this will be some sort of compromise in the sense of Klein won't be fired, which we know that is probably not the case to begin with. But here's a guy who is not part of the the inner circle. And is going to come in and and take over that side of the of the of the job where Chris can still do business side, which is what has kept him in a job for for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nine so maybe years, this is again this is a, a discussion we could have another whole hour to discussing like what this means for the the future of the organization and and mm-hmm. going forward. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. we haven't even gotten the official confirmation from the team or anything yet. So. Um, they're gonna they're gonna release it to Kevin Baxter in a two line article, yeah, in a two um, line note. I'm sure tomorrow they're gonna announce it because that's what always happens when we talk about things like this and they announce the day after we do a podcast. Ed, Ed, you should break it. You should break it as breaking news. Just it's, say that it's official. It's official, <laughs> according to Tom Bogart. Burger. Tom, Bo- Tom Bogart. 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 All right, let's get through these lightning rounds real quick and let's make them lightning, because I know Chris, you want to get out of here. Bro, I'm so fucking tired. So let's do this. <laughs> Uh, lightning round. Beep, 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 you know, beep, beep. Uh, this one from Matthew Provino. If the galaxy oh, was a bad wrestling angle, which one would it be? Invasion. Because it's wasted potential. There because it should be the single greatest thing ever, and somehow it's constantly a disappointment. Um, this one from Adam CP. Um, the galaxy hired, well, he says new GM, but I don't know what his title will be yet. Uh, will Koontz. How long nah, until don't, Ed? No, read it again. Read it with the right name. I want to get this going. I Big want to make Willie this Kunz. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how long until he's chased out by the idiots in the FO? Uh, right now, going timelines about three years. So best of yeah, luck, two, kid. Two two years. Two and a half. Yeah, you'll be yeah. under the bus in two years. Yeah. Um, we'll get you a Metro tap card. Yeah. <laughs> our our good friend Uncle Dishwasher, if the FO restructures and Koontz in no way reports to Klein could it be enough for the supporters groups uh i but we don't speak not, for them yeah i won't i will tell you that i i do not speak for the leadership of the supporters groups in any way um i yeah i'll leave that there but i i don't know i i don't know the answer to that question 
so continue with the Kuntz talk. Um, would it be possible for our supporters groups to accept Kuntz and a fan council position as a resolution? Again, not speaking for the council. The, the well, I don't know what that means. But, what do you mean fan? So council? there's like a, you know, there's a couple teams that have like a basically like a fans a fan count council, which is they sit at the seat, you know, sit at the table, and have some sort of say in decisions. Or I mean, they're not gonna. Kurt, Kurt Anolfo was head coach, and he couldn't get a say in decisions. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? It's look, it's the it's the mentality and the ideology of the people at the top that are the problem. Uh, until those people can come out and say that that not even say if they can show with their <coughs> excuse me if they can show with their actions uh, that that is no longer the way they choose to do business. I think that's something. But so is that a, is that a, I've, that's I've a, been that's, lied to enough? I know that's a kind of a change in the direction. Like I I think it would be cool. Just like having a, a fan say or having a fan council part of the part of the process. But again, that's not something that they've done in the past. It's, so I it's, it, yeah, I mean, but it, it's interesting. I think part of the problem the Galaxy have is they're, the, the Galaxy and the... well, the Galaxy and AEG more at large. They they don't want to be seen as being put in a position where they're bending to the will of their supporters groups because when it starts, where does that stop? And and so you want to put a cap on that as long as humanly possible. Um, would I, I I I would need more information? Who is that? Uh, that's from our good buddy AEK six thousand. Uh, Alex, because it's Alex, yeah, my man. Uh, send a message to our Instagram and flesh that thought out a little more for what you what you mean well, when think, you say. I think he, I think he brought it up on on Guessman's Discord. Yeah, I think he okay. talked about it a little bit. Uh, this one's from Take the Wheel sixty four. You okay? I thought I thought you had an explanation for me of what his position was. No, no, I said for you to go find it. Okay, so hang on. Alex, if you could send us a message on Instagram and flesh <laughs> that thought out more, and we'll read it next week. Uh, this is from our good friend, Take the Wheel 64. Do you see anyone on the current roster getting traded within the league during the summer window? Yeah, well, they're talking all that, that intra-league, uh, those intra-league moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and it would have to be someone domestic. Why? We can't sign any international players during the summer. Well, he's talking about an interleague trade. So it's uh it's not that we can't sign international players. Every player that we sign has to already have an ITC, which means that they have to play inside the country. They have, we essentially oh, we yeah, can sign, they would already have it within the league, right? Because the league yeah. owns a contract. Yes, we can sign MLS players in the summer. Uh it doesn't really matter who they are. Uh they just can't be reapplying for an ITC because we're not allowed to get those. Right. Um running through the roster in my head quickly. Outside of Dejan, I can't really think of anyone that we could we can move that we didn't just acquire that has any real tradable, sellable value. Could be Mark Delgado, um, but he seems to be really important to the way that we're playing, at least in this this last game. So, I, yeah, I, to be honest with you, I don't think so. Yeah, it's tough. I, I don't really. You could find a home for Gasper, but I think didn't we bring him home because he was having some 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 substance abuse issues or something like that? Well, he had re- didn't he like retire and then went on like a year where he didn't play because he was trying to get his, his stuff together. And then we signed him. Yeah. Something like that. That or you're confusing him with Diego Polenta. One of the two. Cause he definitely retired. Didn't play for a year. <laughs> I like that. We have multiple players that are like, we're just going to stop playing for a while. Hey man, and then we decide them. 
that's we're how that's bad, how we work. We're the bad news bears of MLS, baby. Yeah. Uh, sh- 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 I'm trying to find something. Sorry, I didn't read these before. Uh, this one from Mr. Julian Herrera. Yeah. Uh, can the Galaxy turn things around and be an MLS Cup contender? Wow, it's super early to ask a question like that. Um, well, we're definitely not making important midseason signings to help get us over the line. I think it's it's too early for anyone to to be all that concerned, given that we're missing half of half a team of starters. We haven't actually seen the Galaxy, the 2023 Galaxy play yet. We've seen a weird amalgam of substitutes and reserve players. Um, and and look, we're even starting a backup goalkeeper now. It's it, we're, we're pretty far from seeing what what our finished product is. So yeah, I, it's, I, I it's still early too. To it. Too early. Uh, these two kind of coincide together, and this will be the last one. So uh, this one from Bangarang seventy seven. Great name. What if the FO created a whole new supporter group to fill in Bebok? And this one from Michael Dallum. If the boycott lasts beyond the season, could you see the FO using this as an opportunity to take back the sections and force the ride squad to the GA section when this is over? If the boycott, I'll take the second one first. I think if the boycott successfully lasts throughout the, the entirety of the season, they're going to fire him just because the season ticket numbers will be so low, um, which would be a big problem. Most of a lot of the issues you're having now with the, the positioning of the protests and the boycotts is from people who already spent season ticket money, who then found out that that Klein was renewed. People who would otherwise not have not go to games, save for the fact that they've already spent money on season tickets and don't want to feel like they're throwing their money away. Which yeah, I feel is like fair. that's been the biggest. Which is totally like, fair. Yeah, yeah. It's totally fair. It's completely fair. It's justified. I, I look. I get it. We're not. We're not morons. We all understand. You spend your money and there's inflation, there's a recession coming, all that. I, from if, if this continues for a whole year, you're going to have a lot of people who are just not going to renew next year anyway. Um, and, you know, and then, then we have to face whatever that reality is. As far as the question about creating a supporters group to fill in V-Block, why don't they create a supporters group to fill in the prawn eater seats or, or the 200s? Why, if that's such a good idea and something that they could do overnight, why wouldn't they do it anyway when their supporters groups aren't boycotting them? Is it something they could do? Absolutely. And, and I would shudder at the idea of, uh, I would shudder at the thought of what they think a good idea of a supporters group is given the conversations that I've had in the past with the people who uh, I imagine would be at the forefront of ideas like that. Um, I, I hope it's not the case. I hope it can be resolved peacefully and uh, and and harmoniously with all parties in, involved. But I can tell you, so far, even even my man Big Willie, and we all for you, Big Will. Uh, it's it's not seen as you know. I'll, I'll let me stop there. But yeah, I, it would be a bad move for everybody involved. I think. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to have the hashtag uh, Coons out uh, trending. Coons out for the boys. For the boys. Oh god, this is gonna be this will be fun. Alright, on that note, anything else before we head out of here, sir? No. Good night. Alright, good night guys. Uh social medias, all that stuff, YouTube's all that stuff. Uh we are starting to put up like the video Patreon or the video 
podcast on Patreon. So if you want to join that, we're trying to. It's got a baby, up. people. Come on. I got a baby now. It's got a baby, um, people. Come on. But, um, you know, on that note, um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll see you Big Ben, Big Willie Ben, not the, our Big Willie Ben. Uh, we'll be back next week, but hopefully. On that note, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Free Billy Coots. Big Willie Coots. <laughs>